Since firearms dealer for the last 16 years. We talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as anything else going on in the world, or anything in my personal life, or anything else that I might find interesting. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, August, we're at the end of July, and it is hotter than fire here in Texas. We are hitting 100 pretty consistently, and uh, this is the time of year that I can't wait till, till fall, but uh, we will get there, and then there'll be a time when I'll be wishing that the cold weather would go away, but such is the life in Texas. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, this week I thought I'd just talk about a couple things, new stories going on in the, in the, around the country, around the world. And, you know, there are plenty to choose from. We could talk about UFOs. And if you've watched that, any of the hearing, it's very, very interesting. I, you know, not sure what to take, make of it, but I'm not a big believer in UFOs and aliens and, and such, but some compelling testimony of at least, again, confirming that our government is not very forthright with us, that they want to keep everything confidential and and keep it compartmentalized and even make everything top secret so that we that the public can't be aware of it because they think they are our betters, that they control us. But so we'll see where this story comes up. Trump got another indictment again. They've indicted his maintenance man at Mar-a-Lago as well. Just all sorts of interesting things going on. Hunter Biden. <laughs> what can we say about Hunter, right? I mean, his lawyers tried to sneak one past, basically tried to get the courts to grant him a get-out-of-jail-free card for everything he's ever done in the past or anything else he might do in the future. And fortunately... A judge who uh, has a little bit of integrity put her foot down on that. But so, you know, it is not definitely, it's definitely not a boring time. But a couple stories I was, as I go through and I uh, collect stories throughout the week, one of them jumped out at me. And this one is, it's from the Gun Owners of America put out a release that said the Justice Department has weaponized a bipartisan gun safety law to confiscate guns from law-abiding citizens. So, so that word weaponized, we've heard a, a lot lately, and this goes around that wonderful bipartisan Safer Communities Act that my wonderful Senator John Cornyn, and this is really where it's more why it popped for me, because if you all remember, he was a key uh, proponent of getting this push and he, you know, he's on my list. I am trying to get him off of this. But anyway, what this release says, and I'll just re- read it, says that the Republicans and gun rights activists say that Biden administration unlawfully handed out federal funds to states that did not qualify under the program intended to promote so-called red flag laws. In 2022, they passed signed the Bipartisan Commuter Act in response to mass shootings, blah, blah, blah. The law incentivizes states to pass extreme risk protection laws, also called red flag laws, that allow members of the public and law enforcement to petition courts for a civil order to temporarily suspend. After gun right advocates raised Second Amendment concerns, Congress included requirements that states applying for federal grants to implement red flags include certain due process due process protections. So what Gun Owners of America and the members of, of the Senate who have sent a letter are stating is that Congress is just giving out money 
to states that that don't qualify. Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas and Rep. Alexander Mooney assert in a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, and again, what good is that going to do, that the Justice Department has handed federal funds to states that did not meet the minimum due process criteria. The letter accuses the Biden administration of Congress and demands to know why grants to at least eight states and territories can receive federal funds under the DOJ program. It was signed by seven GOP senators and 26 House lawmakers. The lawmakers wrote, the Department of Justice appears to have weaponized the Bipartisan Safer Community Act. Weaponized is a word that we've heard a lot about this administrative state under Biden. And, you know, we talked about the other, another Trump indictment and other things going on. And this just seems to be consistent. And the fact that John Cornyn, my wonderful senator here in Texas, has some involvement in it just, again, continues to, to irk me. He is on my list and we are going to primary him, I promise you. But another story that stuck out to me was this one in the Washington Examiner. It said, Second Amendment advocates switch to Trump as DeSantis' fate. Now, this was interesting. It says the American Firearms Association on Wednesday that nearly three-quarters of its members backed Trump for the GOP nomination, giving up on Florida. Ron DeSantis, who led in a similar survey in November, and said they polled over 2,000 members, revealed a massive shift from late last year when DeSantis was up big in surveys after his impressive re-election victory. When the second minute group polled in November, DeSantis was leading Trump 68 to 28%. In the polls, less than a year later, Trump now leads DeSantis 70 to 15 percent. So first things first, you know, this poll back then, that, that is, it was unusual because there has not been many polls where DeSantis is at any kind of lead, much less a lead as significant as, as that. A, you know, two-thirds of the voters over Trump preferring DeSantis and then for it to switch so quickly. Now, when it comes to the Second Amendment, you know, Trump hasn't been the worst. He, you know, he put in the bump stock, you know, ban and supported that and, and some red flag laws type legislation as well. DeSantis has not been bad on Second Amendment. Got constitutional carry in Florida. But I think the, the crux of it is not who is the most pro Second Amendment, but who can protect the Second Amendment? Who is going to stand up against the ATF, the FBI, and uh, Congress? Our Second Amendment rights. Who has the most? Who has the most strength of character? Who will not cave when the times go tough? And I think now, as we've started watching and we've seen what the deep state the administrative state is capable of and all the things they're putting Trump through that we know that that he can stand up to the fire. Can DeSantis? I don't know. And I think that's what this poll indicates. And I think that that is why in this podcast, I am pro-Trump. I, I believe anybody that's going to stand up and hopefully save this republic is Trump. Um, DeSantis can speak a lot, but he's drifting. You know, Vivek is coming up on, on has passed DeSantis in many polls. And, you know, Vivek has, has say, said a lot of things, too. But I think when it gets to a national stage of Vivek against anybody else, you know, he's not going to be able to carry the weight. And Donald Trump is, despite all the numerous indictments and charges that they keep throwing at him, trying to get him to, to falter. 
the polls keep just going stronger and stronger in him because the American public can see, see through it, and they know that this is the man that is going to stand up and hopefully recover this republic. So, interesting that, you know, the, the 2A committee, 2A community is starting to uh, sense that as well and moving in that direction. So, you know, things are going to come. Things are going to get hotter. Um, we're going to see a lot more pressure on all of our rights. They are pushing the limit on trying to take away our rights, keep us from exerting our freedoms. And one of those ways is going to be to take away our guns. And I will say it again, the man that can help us prevent that is Donald J. Trump. And we need to get him back. And that's what this podcast is going to be pressing for over the next two years is getting Donald J. Trump back in the White House. So, continue. If you don't agree with me, don't listen. I want to know why you think that he isn't the best choice for America, especially for to protect our Second Amendment. Who else? You want to put in Chris Christie in there? Good good for you. Joe Biden? Kamala Harris? No. I think we all agree those are failures as well. So let me know what you think, though. Give me your feedback. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you later.